1: Welcome to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing. And I am Leanne Meyer. Our show today is sponsored by Women in Healthcare. Um, women in Healthcare promote the professional development of women in the healthcare industry. I've just recently discovered them, and they are fantastic. Their banner is on my host page at voiceamerica.com, health and wellness. So currently, they are promoting a Lead Her Ship conference, emphasizing her, uh, and two webinars that will be coming soon. So the first is called Preventing Workplace Burnout, which will be um, March 17th, I want to say, from 12 to 1. And um, the second is a State of the Healthcare Industry. So to learn more about that or to sign up, just go to www.womeninhealthcare.org. Thank you so much. So I am really eager to start this show. This is a topic very interesting to me because I'm always about how to relieve stress, how to relieve pain. And I I just am really grateful for this, um, this episode. So our episode is called Stress Relief, Pause and Take a Breather for Life Change. So nurses and all healthcare providers experience sustained, often brutal stress nearly every day. They are challenged to leave it at work, but that's not always possible. Stress relief is needed in any given moment, at work, at home, and a lot of times on the way home from work. So Tanya and Ken Saunders, both anesthetists, have found immediate relief in what Tanya calls pause breath work. That is a business that she has founded out of her passion to offer stress relief for nurses around the world, or I imagine healthcare people around the world um breath work is not just about stress release we will discuss the history of breath work and both tanya and ken will share their breath work stories and explain what is different about pause breath work Uh, it can be used for relaxation and self-healing as it translates to every aspect of a person's life so please welcome with me tanya and ken saunders so tanya can you uh say hello and Um, tell us a little bit about uh, your own bio and kind of how you got to teaching
2: breathwork. Sure, I'm happy to. Hello, Leanne, and hello, everybody. Thank you for having me on and using this platform to share uh, my passion for breathwork. So I have been a nurse for about 19 years, and I started my nurse anesthesia back in 2001. I graduated with my BSN back in uh, 1995. And I, you know, I love anesthesia, um, but I've always, you know, just wanted to pursue other passions in my life. I have a lot of, um, you know, I have recently had my astrological chart read and I, it looks like I have a lot of nurturing, which is really great for nursing. But I also have a lot of like leadership and warrior type of archetype. And so I am always just very curious of exploring more in life and, I just, you know, was recently, actually three years ago, I was just sitting at a meeting, at a departmental meeting, and and there's a lot of things in healthcare, right, that are just so out of our control. And I just remember feeling very, very disempowered, and I left, and, um, you know, once you put your mind at something, something came up, and I, one of, another nurse anesthetist was talking about a network marketing business. And I just, you know, thought, well, why not, you know? So I did that as a plan B, and that launched me into the world of personal development. And so for several years, I've just been working on myself, and that led me into starting a podcast about... Uh, for women and for moms who just felt like you know they checked the boxes you know like you know they either are in a partnership or in a marriage they have a good job and they have kids like is that it in life? and like the only thing that they were planning was like a vacation and <laughs> I wanted something else like I thought you know I think there's a really good Jim Rohn uh, quote that like you know if you don't If you don't plan your life, somebody else will plan it for you. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to start this podcast about becoming conscious again about planning our life, planning what's next, you know, just because Mm -hmm. we've this career, um, what else could we do more? So podcasting led me into wanting to do some type of coaching business. Um whether it was just like wellness. And that's how I founded Pause Breathwork. I found it through Samantha Skelly. She is the founder. She actually has another coaching certification that that got me on the radar for it, but it, that didn't speak to me intuitive, intuitively. So uh, one of her emails, I saw that she was launching uh, Pause Breathwork, which is um, a tool for managing stress because mm-hmm. along with now being aware of conscious living, um, you become aware of how of how you're feeling in your body and aware mm-hmm. of how well you're not managing like these emotions and so I looked to it to help me manage my anxiety with the struggle of the everyday juggle and um, when I went it was very it was just so life changing i it was a tool meant not just for um, an emotional shift quickly um, that we so badly needed, but it was also long term for self-healing. So that was what brought me to pause breathwork and I'm devoted to bring this to everybody because it's so accessible, it's so sustainable and just, we have' an, you know um,
3: you know endemic
2: of people who are just choosing suffering and who are overburdened and frustrated. So this is so happy to share with your audience.
1: And the amazing thing is we all have the equipment. We've all got a pair of lungs. So that works out pretty good. Absolutely. No extra extra cost. So, Ken, could you also tell us, and especially tell us, how you came to nursing, and then from there into um, uh, probably anesthetist, but then also um, how you're doing with the um, breath work?
4: Sure. Uh, I... I, uh got into nursing by way of the Army. My uh, older brother was an Army officer, and he was my idol growing up. Um, and I remember talking to one of his fellow officers when I was still in high school, and he said, you should really look into being uh, an Army nurse if you want to go in the Army. Um, so I remember doing a high school uh, report, my senior year of high school, about uh, nursing as a possible career choice, and looking at all the different areas that uh, you could specialize in, and I, um, I saw there was a nurse anesthesia, and I uh, went to our local VA in Cincinnati and asked to follow a nurse anesthetist, and it was this great retired Navy RN who was just very passionate and just loved mm. his job. And, um, and from then on, I just I wanted to be a nurse anesthetist. So it's uh, I went to nursing um, immediately uh, as that as my goal. I, I wanted to be a CRNA. Um and uh, you know, unlike Connell is' not always she feels um, uh, the the desire the drive to um, uh, look for other things as well i, I personally feel very, very fulfilled um, in my career choice and uh, but also know that um, there's plenty of room for personal and professional growth. Um, it's very important, even though I am very fulfilled or like, kind of say content content with my career
0: uh-huh. but
4: um there's a lot of growth as far as um, the breath work I've uh only experienced it as a breather uh, uh-huh. not uh, as a facilitator, so I could uh, talk to you about that maybe okay. later if you want about uh, my experience. Okay.
1: And I just realized that I didn't mention that the fact that you both have the same last name, you are related, right? (laughs) You're married to each other. We are. are. So you both went into anesthesia completely separate from each other or had you met by that point?
2: Anyone take the lead on that? Or do you want me to tell
4: the story? No, that's okay. We had a simultaneous rotation at the, va in washington dc i was in the army's anesthesia program in time it was in georgetown anesthesia program and we had a, a simultaneous rotation at the same hospital
1: mystic huh how those things happen <laughs> Very
4: romantic at the va
1: yeah right i'm sure i bet your kids love hearing that story huh so, um, at any rate, I'll bring us back here, so Tanya, um tell us more about um how is this different? Tell more about why why is it necessary? Maybe we should start with that. so what are those reasons that people need to do this or need to know about this so they can utilize it when when necessary, especially for nurses Yes,
2: especially for nurses i mean i I think you know our our emotions drive our actions. Mm-hmm. And when we are not able to uh, downregulate from our emotions, we often are just projecting and we are reacting and not acting on our highest self. And I can just have so many stories where, you know, we wake up in the morning and I you know, we have early shifts you know, and I'm up at five in the morning and mm-hmm. we, I'm just constantly being triggered throughout the day, uh, whether it's, you know, I, I, um, I'm i tired from the night before or from the week before or from the month before or from the year before. Mm-hmm. Constantly mm-hmm. tired. You're just very depleted. And, and, and if you are Always, to we wake up, our, our normal body, our, we act from our fight flight, our autonomic nervous system, our, our sympathetic nervous system. And so when something happens, which is quite often, um, whether the relates in traffic or when um, there's a surgeon that is annoying me or my patient sometimes can be difficult or I can't go to the bathroom or I can't mm-hmm. eat, there's just so much within. The actual field of nursing, on top of just like the human experience that you are constantly projecting and just um, bottling up your emotions in your body, and so you're not having flow of how it's supposed to be because we can't. You know, we're, we're taught not to be able to show our emotions just from an early age. We've been taught that way. And so that's been a story for, for many, many people, unless some people do feel privileged or, or, and I only want to say privileged, you know, because it is healthy to be able to do it and you can do it in a healthy way to have all these emotions. So I've just been, um, you know, with breath work, I've changed my relationship to my emotions because most of the time I was just buried. I just thought that was just like a norm that I had to like live in every day, just Sympathetically, just driven, and try to repress like any um, emotions flowing, and just get by, get through the day, to get home, to have to do it again. Or maybe I just project now onto my family, onto my kids, mm-hmm. and that and that becomes an unhealthy way of living. And so, what breathwork has taught me is that we on I I facilitate two breath works and one is just on an integrative level what well, we can use daily and this is for everything that I'm talking about right now is that we can use quick breath patterns just for a relaxation to down regulate our sympathetic nervous system to get it back into that parasympathetic that calmer state so when something happens you can just like come from a calmer state and you can actually act at that highest version of yourself and not react
4: mm-hmm
2: that makes
1: sense it does make sense. Um, would that be something that we could, uh, that you could demonstrate on on the radio? Um, and yeah, I, I absolutely, need to go absolutely. to a break, but maybe when we come back, uh, maybe we could do that. Oh, yeah, I would love to be able to do that. Yeah. Okay, great. So this is Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing. I'm Leanne Meyer. I'm here today with Ken and Tanya Saunders, and we're talking about stress relief, pause, And take a breather for life change. And we've just been talking a little bit about mainly why you need it. And um, we're going to come back and go a little bit deeper. So we'll be back in a couple of minutes.
0: Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or twitter.com forward slash Voice
3: If you like what you're hearing on Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, consider supporting the show. In the one year since the show started, we've increased our listening audience by nearly 7,900%, and our goal to reach 50 countries and counting. Whether you are looking to reach a regional, national, or worldwide audience, you'll have a competitive advantage by advertising on Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. It's the perfect platform. Contact Senior Executive Producer, Tacey Trump, today at 480-294-6421. That's 480-294-6421.
1: Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa,
2: play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn.
0: You are listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to America at gmail.com. Now, back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse.
1: Welcome back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing, and this is Leanne Meyer. Uh, We have such an interesting discussion today. Their topic is stress relief, pause, and take a breather for life change. Um, My guests today are Tanya and Ken Saunders. They're married and also are both anesthetists. Tanya has a business called um, uh, Pause Breathwork. And so, um, Tanya, could you give us a little example of how this works?
2: Absolutely. So, I guide in two different breathworks. There are 50 some facilitators. Um, the company was founded by Samantha Skelly. She's out of San Diego. She's amazing. And we are so happy to pioneer breathwork. So, what I'm going to be doing today is guide you on an integrative breathwork that is. From Relaxation. I also do a breath work for med with meditation that is longer, and I'm happy to do that with you and, and Leanne, we could talk about that later but so just to be clear, what we're going to be doing is just a breath work for just some calmness, a quick emotional shift that you can just bring into your life every day so if just you can be sitting for this and if you need okay. this, if you feel called to, just close your eyes okay. And just take a deep breath in and just release out. Just taking some cleansing breaths right now. And just take another deep breath in through your nose and release through your mouth. And I just want you to feel... Notice how you are feeling in your body, where you feel any tension anywhere in your body, if you hold it in your shoulders. Maybe it's in your throat because you feel like you can't use your voice. Or maybe you feel any heaviness in your belly. Like you don't have, you know, using enough of your, you're out of control, feeling a little disempowered. I just want you to observe it. And I want you to take another deep breath in, and then I want you to hold it at the top. And I want you to let that breath Collect anything that you need to release from the day, any emotions that was not serving you. Emotions are just energies in motion, and they need to move. And when they stay blocked in your body, they keep you from acting in the highest version of yourself. Hold it for longer than you think you can. Hold it for longer than your ego thinks you can. (laughs) release when you are ready. So we are going to do just 50 blow breaths out through your mouth. And it's only through your mouth. It's an intentional exhale. It sounds like this. We'll do 50 of those. And then we'll do 10 conscious continual breaths, which is an intentional inhale through your nose. And then just a passive release, exhale through your mouth. It sounds like this. And just remembering you are always in control of the speed and the rate at which you breathe. And when you are ready, I will guide you. We'll start the 50, below breath out through your mouth, the intentional, forceful exhale. Count of three. One, two, Three. <laughs> Just continue a breath. Inhale through your nose, and then a release through your mouth. Try to make your release long. Then on the 10th breath, just do one more inhale, and then a hold again. And just notice how you're feeling in your body. Maybe just notice your heart beating. Maybe you feel a little bit more connected to your heart. Feel a little bit more openness, a little bit more clarity. She just released and let the emotions flow. And you can release the breath whenever you're ready. Okay. And how do you feel?
1: Uh, Tingly and a little lightheaded, but um, if you get me too relaxed, I'll completely forget what I'm doing here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, we tend to breathe shallow and um, we're chest breathers as opposed to taking Mm -hmm. deeper belly breaths. So when you're breathing in more oxygen, you quickly get oxygen to your brain, and then it mm-hmm. quickly turns on. You know, signals to your hypothalamus, and then you release. Um, you know, endorphins and you know, neuropeptides, and you get the rush, which is why mm-hmm. people like the when you work out and you get the um, the high, you get the endorphin high. And it was interesting. I just listened to. I don't know if you listened to the Goop, the Lab, the podcast. She had Wim Hof on. Wim Hof is he's incredible. He's um, shown that the human body is so capable of doing so much than uh, we think that we can do. He's run, you know, marathons in the desert while drinking water. He plunges in in cold, um, you know, water and is there for like two hours. But the point is we have so much capacity in the human body that we give ourselves credit for or try to um, train ourselves for. But he has had brain scans. And, you know, I think five or six years ago, the scientists have shown that we couldn't influence our nervous system. We couldn't influence, you know, our endocrine system. And he's proven them wrong through brain Mm -hmm. scans. And I think the master in Life, which is why I'm so happy to teach for anybody to control your emotions, that we is we can influence our autonomic nervous system just by being able to do it with um a tool like breath work.
1: Do you think of it as controlling the emotions or working with the emotions
2: um I don't like the word control" because it seems it seems like we're always gonna um uh, we try to resist something, you know, right. and, and, and that whole idea of what you resist persists, which is, you know, with, with emotions. And, and that's why we've always tried to control not feeling emotions because it's not easy trying to feel pain, not trying to feel anger or not trying to feel sadness. That's, that's always been such a control and there's such resistance in that. I just think of it as a way of, um, of empowering ourselves Mm-hmm. Of of and changing the, the relationship with how we are um, living the human experience um, we we do need to change I mean who wants like specifically for nurses and we've talked about this or in anything but like I mean with nursing or in any career that's forty plus hours of our of our week mm-hmm. bench do you really want to do we really want to stay in a, um, a state where we are frustrated and overwhelmed and um, full of resentment? Um, and, not, and we can't, you know, the, the quickest thing to do is to switch our emotional, our emotions, rather than like, oh, I got to get a new job or a new career. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's not doing anything. I mean. Mm-hmm. If anything, you know, you don't, you don't ever want to leave a career when, when you're unhappy with something because you're looking for something external. We want, what we're trying to um, share with in this movement is that we have everything already inside us internally to um, feel some sense of empowerment, to feel some sense of happiness.
3: Because when right. that
2: happens, when you, when you make the changes at, at a core level, at an individual level... Collectively, things
1: will start to change. Right.
2: You we know, have, it's so interesting because yes, I have body. been
1: teaching, while I was uh, teaching nursing, I was teaching an RN refresher course for about five years. And <clears throat> what I found is how many of the nurses felt they were powerless. And so I would talk about that, that, you know, when we decide we're powerless, we're actually giving our power to somebody else. It's kind of like what you were saying earlier that. Uh, If you're not making decisions about your future, then your your future's being planned by either some other entity or by people around you. And I think it's the same thing. Uh You know, people get on a unit and they say, oh, my gosh, there's all these people who are negative and, you know, whatever it is that you don't like and you feel like you just want to leave. But we really have more power to change that than what we give ourselves credit for. And I think that's why it's important for us to develop ourselves. If we, um, I think about like conflict, uh, the one thing that people want to get far, far away and they usually think by uh, avoiding conflict is the thing that will help them out. And usually it only works against them. So, but if you learn about that concept and what are some tools that you can use, you, you find that you're, you don't have to be afraid of it. And I'm guessing it's the same thing for this type of thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yes. Because you know, when you're when you're in that environment, like you said, you're either trying to avoid it, or, or when you or when you actually do confront it, sometimes most of the time people don't want to do it because it ends up happening when you do it. It it becomes um, mm-hmm. like, like unhealthy the way the way it's projected, and not every, And then you cultivate this environment of um, unhappiness, right? Of uh, mm-hmm. like a low a um, low morale. And then, and then it just spreads because that's all of a sudden now just these lower vibrations that you're always surrounded with. And not everybody mm-hmm. can be like Ken. Ken is like, you know, just very, um, uh, I uh want to say emotionless. He's just very, he's very calm. He's, he starts out in that parasympathetic nervous system. And not everybody's <laughs> like that. Like, I, <laughs> you know, so there are a lot of people that do, that do need tools, you know. Um uh-huh. Yeah, um, but again, you know, I mean, like I, at um, personal development is so key to this because mindset and qual, you know, is gonna, it's going to bring um, forth like the qualities that you're gonna have, but then you need tools like breathwork that can help you execute, you know, what right. what, what you wanna.
1: Okay, so um, we're coming up against a break here. Do you want to talk a little about the history of breathwork, or should we take a break and come back to that afterward?
2: I mean, it's just the history of breathwork is that it's just been around for centuries. It's nothing new. I mean, it's not widely practiced here in the Western practices, which is why, you know, we're trying to pioneer this. And Eastern practices have used it for like, Tai Chi, yoga, anything for—they've um, used it a lot for wellness, but they've really tapped into it, too, for spirituality, right? Mm-hmm. And why, right. I think, it's becoming so—why um, there's been a movement, a push for it, it's because we live in this world now where it's just so much suffering, and we need a change, and people um, have looked— you know, I think that there's always been some, some crossroads of spirituality and, um, you know, like these metaphysics kind of, um, techniques that have, have pushed, have been, um, looked to for change. Say what you mean by metaphysics. Uh, like something work. you just can't, ex- like something you really can't explain, you know, like people mm-hmm. look to astrology, um, okay. people, you know, any type of like spirituality, some some People kind of say it's like woo woo, you know, like the breathless, mm-hmm. but until, um, like I, I think, like, why people aren't manifesting what, what they want is because they keep doing the same things, it becomes habitual, <laughs> which is right. which is why, you know, again, back when I started this podcast, there's this whole movement of conscious living 90 95 percent of us are living unconsciously, and mm-hmm. um, I think on your podcast recently, we talked about like these thoughts, I mean, we, um, your Thoughts create our feelings, our feelings create our actions, right? And mm-hmm. so, because we live unconsciously, we have like 60, 70, um, thousand thoughts a day, and those thoughts are the same. And most of those thoughts, 80 to 90 percent of those 70 thoughts, are like negative. So, you're constantly reliving the same story over and over and over again. So, unless you do something, um, productive or look to something yeah. to really make the changes of, of of living consciously, none of these stories are going to change. Okay. Well, um,
1: let's go ahead and take the break here and we'll come back and then talk about how pause breath work is different and why. So this is once a nurse, always a nurse exploring the world of nursing. I'm Leanne Meyer. I'm talking with Tanya and Ken Saunders um, the title of our program today is Stress Relief Pause and Take a Breather for Life Change. And I am really excited to come back and talk some more. We'll be back in a couple minutes.
3: If you like what you're hearing on Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, consider supporting the show. In the one year since the show started, we've increased our listening audience by nearly 7,900%, and our goal to reach 50 countries and counting. Whether you are looking to reach a regional, national, or worldwide audience, you'll have a competitive advantage by advertising on Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. It's the perfect platform. Contact Senior Executive Producer, Tacey Trump, today at 480-294-6421. That's 480-294-6421.
1: Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa,
2: play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn.
0: You are listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to leannevoiceamerica at gmail.com. Now, back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse.
1: Welcome back to Once on Earth, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing. I'm Leanne Meyer. Thank you so much for, for hanging in here. Um, we're having a great discussion here on stress relief, pause and take a breather for life change. And my guests are Tanya Saunders and Ken Saunders, if you're just coming, um, coming into the show now. Um, so what I'd like to do is uh, we've been talking about breath work and that it goes back, you know, as long as there have been people breathing, um, you know, either people happening upon taking conscious breaths or whether it's somebody who figures out how to teach that to somebody. So what's different about the pause breath work, Tanya? Um,
2: sure. So Sam Skelly, she has been, she's the founder of pause Breathwork, breath, work, and she's been studying breath work since 2014 and she found it in Bali where she looked to um, she was looking for healing from, um, like body image disorder emotional eating she had a lot of um, uh, emotional problems and she found breath to be the most sustainable um, and effective technique for self-healing uh, and so with pause breath she's combined Older ancient techniques like the um, the holotropic, the things she's done that all, and then she's combined it with more a modern um, techniques where we um, do it to music. Not that then the other breathworks do it to music, but we we designed it in a way that we do it uh, beep per minute um, and figured it out how to do it. Like you know, to, to invite people into the experience and then to elevate the experience and then to to bring them back. And that's how we do the healing, the meditative. Um, and, you know, with, med- with meditation, it's hard. Like, I find it really hard. Like, I, it's hard to get out of our head. I'm always yes. constantly thinking about, I don't know, like, what I need to wear or what I need to cook or something like that. Mm-hmm. So with breath work, you, you use the breath pattern to get you past your head. And so for the first like five to seven minutes of a meditative breathwork, work, that's anything less than, um, I mean, more than 20 minutes, that that's breath work for transformation that I was talking about earlier, the second type of breathwork work that I guide in. Mm-hmm. It's the first five to seven minutes that your mind tries to hijack the situation. It's just so overactive. <laughs> so we use a breath pattern and with music, you- kind of guide you past your mind and into your body. And so once your breath takes you into your body, it's work. Okay. It's called breath work. It's not, it's not easy um, in a in sense that you have to pay attention to like this breath pattern. It's a, um, it's a three-part breath pattern that I do. I do too. That's the moderate too, but really to get the actual experience, breath work really is for people who are looking for transformation, who are looking at, at, Wanting to know their highest potential, who are wanting that highest version of themselves. Um, and like anything, if you want that, it takes, it takes work. So you let the breath pattern take you past your mind and into your body. And once you get into your body, your breath guides you into whatever your body needs to release. Your body has so much wisdom and it just releases what it wants to release. And once it starts to release, whatever it needs to release, you start to tap into your own um, intuition um, and, your, and your own heart space because we receive information from three different places. You know, we receive it, one, from our mind, our logical mind, um, two, from our emotion, our emotional body, and we talked about that before, um, our logical mind likes to block us. It's like, keep us safe. It's a primitive, you know, it's a primitive brain. It just wants to keep us safe um, it's for being chased by a caveman, you know, and that's just not it, it anymore. Um, and our emotions, we often don't like to feel our emotions because it's not fun feeling pain or, you know, um, anger or jealousy or fear, anything. It's not fun feeling that. So people don't want to tap into that be either resist, avoid, or numb. So when you let your breath get you past your mind and get you into your emotions so you can start to feel, these emotions just start moving and you just start letting it, letting it happen, letting it feel, letting it release, letting your body release, whatever it needs to be released. So once that starts flowing, that is when you can tap into your intuition. That's when you can tap into your heart space. That's... That, that's the idea of understanding the divine wisdom of yourself. Because once that's unblocked from your head all the way down to your root chakra, once that's unblocked, that's how spirit comes in and transforms and heals. And that's mm-hmm. what I was saying. That's like, you know, the whole metaphysical, if you don't believe it, but I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's, it's, you know, we have physical bodies, we have energetic bodies, we have spiritual bodies. It's, um, that's who we are. And when you get down to it, all we are is, you know, love and light.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I I have a sense of
1: what you're saying. I, I am a Buddhist and I chant twice a day, every day. Um, and you're right, those first seven minutes are torture uh, because your <laughs> mind does want to take you every other direction. Sometimes I just go ahead and write down the grocery list so I can have that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> don't have to think totally. about it. Yeah. Totally. And then um you know trying to get uh to a deeper level um I usually uh use the the phrase to myself of sit because sometimes just getting there to sit is hard deepen and then manifest so that I can walk away with something of wisdom that I can take with me and put it out into the world. Um so this this makes really a lot of sense to me. Um so you, like you're saying, you can use the breath work for relaxation. So do you have people that come to you also that, um, like it sounded like the person that developed this had some uh, large, um, maybe mental health and, and body health kind of uh, problems. Uh, as Who are the people that come to you for work? Uh,
2: a lot of people, they come to us when we, you know, from when we market it is like, are you Are you an anxious person do you, do you identify yourself with your emotions um and And that's pretty much everybody people who are overstressed and um just overburdened and are looking for a tool to uh come back down you know to to mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. and then from there you know that's when they realize that breathwork is can truly truly be more than relaxation they come to us for you know for relaxation and then they come to us mm-hmm. then or wow they really understand like the true transformation that can happen how how much lighter and more open and beautiful life is and easier right it's just easier when you're um feeling lighter and open and um living from a heart space and not from uh, mm-hmm. resistance can you
1: um, share an experience, Tanya, uh, uh, that has happened like that for you, something that uh, isn't too personal but just something that um,
2: oh, shows this? I would, yeah, I would love to be able to, mine, and I wanted to talk to Ken because Ken, you know, when he had a couple of his breathwork experiences with him, i love to have, you know, we actually share the stories because I can talk about this, but as much as you know, you have to experience it. So for mm-hmm. me, what, like I said, I went to breathwork. To breath for a quick management tool so I wouldn't be like a mean mommy or a mean person at work right <laughs> <And> then when <laughs> and then when I did the meditative portion of it it was we called a journey the breath work journey and I and every experience is going to be different I'm just speaking for mine I had this complete release where it becomes like you you're like conscious but you have like a, an out of body like an like, an, like a an altered state of conscious um, state while I'm breathing. And I was just like drenched with sweat and mm-hmm. I was shaking. And after it happened, we you know, we, we shared and um, I said, it, it took me back to when I had, uh, I had necrotizing fasciitis back in 2009 and I almost died. I um, uh, had Six arm surgeries. You know, it, it went from like, oh, I'm going to die to like, oh, I'm going to lose my arm uh, to now oh. I just have like, and now I have like uh, an icky scar, a scar that will always, it's on my dominant arm. So I see it all the time of, of that experience. And it just reminded, and you're not supposed to create stories. When you let the body release, what, it, what you want to release. But I just felt so much lighter because it just reminded me of that week when I was in the hospital uh, that I couldn't. You know, see my kids. Um, I had my second one was just six months old, and I had to stop breastfeeding because of all mm. all of the antibiotics and the anti and um, and I was you know septic, so I was just uh, releasing all these toxins from my body. But it really, really what it reminded me of was just so much resentment that I've had since two thousand nine of um, of that all the entire experience. Mm-hmm. And you know, always just telling myself, you gotta look to the gift. To it, you gotta look to it, telling myself, you know, you're alive, mm-hmm. you're alive. But mm-hmm. it was just this immediate release, I just felt so connected to myself and to say, tiny it's okay that you were pissed. You know, it was mm-hmm. okay that you were resentful. You should feel okay about that. Don't don't just go, oh, you just you're, you should feel grateful for that. Yes, I am grateful. But it was a hundred percent okay that I was having all those emotions, right. you know, and it just changed my relationship. It became a true, true acceptance of that experience as opposed to, you know, Oh, I just should be grateful.
1: Yeah. That's, was, you know, Ken, that's, that's the metaphor in life though. Right. Ken, would you be willing to share an experience?
4: Uh, I've done a couple of done uh, meditative, I've done a bunch of the integrative like we did today,
1: mm-hmm.
4: but um, the meditative, uh work I've done uh, I think three. And they've all been different. Um except I'm always cold. That's how, that's how I said she sweated, I was always mm-hmm. freezing cold and I, I was, like I like think you mentioned during this reading a few minutes ago that you were t- your hands were tankly and a little lightheaded. Mm-hmm. I always felt that. I always felt cold, but one experience was I I felt it's like I couldn't move, like I was rooted to the ground. Like I was literally growing roots from my body into the ground where I couldn't move. And then I had a different experience, another uh, meditative breath work, where I was like I was floating, I was levitating, up and I could uh, just feel myself feel so light. It was very bizarre, very different.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: But um, afterwards, uh, both experiences, I just had this immense sense of calmness. So that, you know, is always there, at least with my mm-hmm. experience. Yeah, I will that say is... that the, the breath work that Tony did with us during the show here, one critical part that's missing, I think, is the music, which is, I think, is the a part uh,
1: of. Yeah.
4: Which you yeah, can't, meant... can't do, obviously, for this, but it, it is. Tony could speak more to it than I can, but it just it, mm-hmm. it puts you on the journey and puts you in a, um, in, the, in a better state of mind, I think, with the breathing.
1: Good. Uh, Tanya, is there one thing if if you could get just one thing across to the healthcare providers of the world um right now I have about one hundred and twelve thousand listeners in seventy countries. What would it be? What do you want them to understand from this?
2: This breath work is so sustainable and so accessible in that you don't have to be dependent on any anything other than yourself to um, to get better, you know, I mean, and not that anybody needs to be fixed, but just to, to be that highest version, that the highest potential to tap into it. And I do love, love, love this quote by Jim Rohn, and I just wanted to read that. And it was, the best way to take care of people around you and make them happy is through personal development. You will inspire people around you to change and grow by working on yourself, not by trying to change them, which generally doesn't work. And I think it's so true. We're always trying to control the environment or anything external. We can't ever control, you know, healthcare. We just can't. Mm-hmm. You know, we can try to influence. We can try to influence it. But the only thing that we can truly, truly have control of is ourselves and our reaction to things. I swear, I feel like I'm
1: hearing you in my classroom, or hearing myself in my classroom (laughs) talking to my students. A lot of what you're saying is almost a direct repeat. We are um, at the end of our show, and I'm so sorry because I've really been enjoying this. Um, Could you give, Tanya, how did they get a hold of you if they're interested in doing something like this? Sure. I'll have have
2: it on my website, and then just for everybody to tap into, I have a podcast as well. And every Sunday, I release two episodes, every Sunday and every Thursday. Every Thursday, I just do an interview with people who are inspiring and just lighting up the world. And every Sunday, I do a quick breath work, um, an integrative session where I just kind of um, want people, I inspire people to intentionally release anything that they want from the week and then to intentionally be able to start the new okay. week. I call it Sunday because so it's been shown tell that- us.
1: We're, we're running out of time. So just tell us oh, um, the name of your podcast and your website. Uh, Dream Board Social Club Podcast, and it's just Saunders.com. It's my website. Okay, uh, that sounds great. So thank you so much, both of you. I'm so glad that you could be here. And this is Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing. I'm Leanne Meyer. I've just been speaking with uh, Ken and Tanya Saunders and we've been talking about uh, stress relief, pause and take a breather for life change and it's been great. Thank you so much I appreciate uh, your being on Thank you so much Leanne.
4: Thanks Leanne
0: mm, bye-bye. Bye bye Bye